Welcome to the Two Ghouls Podcast. I'm Katie, and this is my lovely co-host and cousin, Sam. Really? What? Like, I don't believe that shit. Oh. They photoshopped their grave, oh. and they did it for months. Like, oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Wow. Until they got King Eddie, Michelangelo. I literally have a picture on my computer screen right now. It's fucking real, dude. <laughs> Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Two Ghouls Podcast. I'm Katie, and this is not my cousin Sam. This is my husband, Joseph, who you've probably, hopefully you guys have already met him. He's been in a couple episodes now. A few um, times. He's our logical friend. He uh, provides a lot of scientific, theoretical insight into things that otherwise I would probably be spiraling about spiritually, if you will. Hold on, my incense is burning. Give me two seconds. If you are here today, Vicky watching says us. hi. Oh, hi. Welcome. Um, if you guys are here today watching from Kasima's here as well, welcome. Okay, so it's just Vicky and Kasima right now. Awesome. Welcome. I was just going to say, if you guys are watching right now, you are in the live stream part of our podcast. This is for our audio-only listeners. I'm trying to mention about our um, Wednesday live stream recordings of all of our episodes. If you want to come and join the chat, you can come and join us at 5.30 p.m. Eastern every single Wednesday where we bring you your weekly source of scared shitless so with that being said i'm going to do horoscopes today and you know what i feel bad for our audio only listeners so i think i'm gonna do all of the horoscopes today because it it should only take me like 10 minutes to go through all of them so i haven't talked to sam about this yet either so hopefully she is cool with me doing them all but if we end up having to change it, it's for a time thing. So give me just the scopes. If you are watching live, I hope that you will drop your zodiac in the chat. Actually, I already know both of y'all, so don't don't even bother. We have a Scorpio and a Cancer in the chat right now. All right, I'm reading from horoscope.com. Joey, am I crackling up at all? Uh, your out? video is pretty laggy. I'm catching. Oh, now you're cutting out. to that. I just heard you that I have you in the other room today rather than sharing our mic. What did you hear what I said? Uh, you asked if you were cutting out. Shit. All right. I'm going to ask you. Never mind. I have my phone right here. So sorry, guys. I'm all over the place. You know why? You know why? It's because my freaking Wi Fi. That's why horoscopes i'm gonna look it up on my phone because whenever i try to look up like a new window on whenever we're live and i'm like oh i want to read someone's horoscope or i have to read a story or heaven forbid i want to show a video it like lags it doesn't let me do anything all right aries this is if you were born between march 21st april 19th oh hold on yeah Okay. Today, August 31st, 2022, you are less optimistic and energetic than usual. 
your mind feels sluggish. Your whole body does, in fact. You're either coming down with the flu or completely and thoroughly disheartened. This would be a good day to take some time off. Issues from the past may come back to haunt you. Perhaps you should address them once and for all. Interesting. Taurus, our lovely Sam, is a Tauri. You may be discouraged about money matters today, Taurus. Perhaps a raise you'd been hoping for didn't come through. Perhaps a professional project didn't work out as you expected. Now is the time to put your ingenuity to work and figure out a way to earn the money you need. Trust that you have the necessary, oops, trust that you have the necessary know-how. A good opportunity awaits you. Gemini, if work is beginning to feel more like a burden than a joy, it may be time to rethink your job, Gemini. Your personality is such that you need lots of room to stretch and grow. If you feel stifled, you know it's time to find a new professional challenge. You're fortunate that your skill set affords many opportunities. Choose carefully. What's so fucking funny? Oh, I got a notification that, uh, you know how Mr. Beast does those pop-up restaurants? No. Apparently there's a pop-up Mr. Beast burger um, available oh. on Grubhub for us. Are you serious? Like there's one in our area? Oh no, that was still on uh still set on the location from the beach this past weekend. Oh, shit. Yeah, we went to the It's still a weird place to put it because that place was kinda, really you know, off. not really popular. Yeah, it's kinda not super popular. That's strange. This is for our cancers. This is me and Joey and Kasima. You're yeah. especially in tune with the environment and the people around you today, Cancer. Such sensitivity is new to you, and you aren't exactly sure what to do with the myriad messages that come into your head, seemingly out of nowhere. Even though this is outside your usual experience, try to accept rather than analyze. Hmm. Take it as it comes. I like that. Okay, Leos, this is your time to shine. I'm loading you your feel horoscope. more connected to nature and others today? Today? That's um, what you said. I didn't catch the nature part, but I do feel connected to others because I was with you and Sunny all day. Yeah. You know? Let's see. Yeah, connected to you and Sunbun. Nature. <laughs> wow, you're so emotional. <laughs> nature. Not so much. I feel like when people hear you talk, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, Joey. Joey's not emotional. That's what I hear all the time. I'm like, he. Imagine my mom watching me trying to get a reaction <laughs> this morning. <laughs> Imagine your mom watching this podcast in general. <laughs> um, Joey, what are you doing? You right agree. She'd have an aneurysm. <laughs> You're drawn to public service, Leo. This desire propels you to volunteer your services with a group of some kind. So surround yourself. I love that. You may feel a bit awkward at first, but your natural leadership skill abilities will soon kick in. The group will be left wondering how they ever managed without you. Your talent shines through once again. Well done. Well done, Leo. Virgo, don't take everything at face value today, Virgo. Information you receive might not be accurate. Someone could be repeating gossip or even creating it just to have something to talk about. Don't take part in the discussion. Since your workload is likely heavy, Forgo the socializing in favor of finishing the task in front of you. 
don't fuck around, beach. That's what it's telling us. That is us. pretty good universal knowledge. Oh, don't yeah. get invested in drama. Things. Just worry about yourself. <laughs> Libras. You may be feeling a bit on edge today, Libra. Your self-confidence is shaky and you may feel in need of new challenges. The tedious tasks you have in front of you don't inspire your imagination or creativity. Do what you can to get through this difficult day. Be extra kind to yourself by indulging in a good lunch or listening to classical music. Wow, that's a very specific... Uh, what the hell am I looking for? Genre. Scorpios. This is Sunny Bunny. This is also... Aunt Vicky and Danny Brenna's Danny and my mom. Yes, <laughs> speak Anyone of the devil. The... <laughs> <laughs> call her a devil. Speak of the demon. <laughs> you and your mate may be Just experiencing kidding. some differences of opinion. It seems you each have definite ideas about some of life's fundamental values, and they aren't completely in sync. Make an extra effort to communicate, Scorpio. You may find that your values aren't as far apart as they first seemed. This rift between you will soon close. Hang in there. Stop clicking. Whatever you got, click in. I know you're fiddling. Is All there right. something quiet you can fiddle with? Sorry, I had I to get you something to. to fiddle with. Or else I know. Gonna, that's why I was going to be able to that. concentrate. Is there like, anything like a, I could give you one of my crystals? It's got to be something sharp. <laughs> okay. Um, I there. have pencils. I got something. Okay, good deal. Continue. This is for our Sagittarius, our Sagittarii. It's a knife. Why are you playing with a knife, you crazy boy? It isn't exactly all lightness and harmony at home today, Sagittarius. There's tension in the air, and it manifests in silly family arguments. Try to arrange a separate activities for siblings and encourage your partner to eat out with friends if possible. This is the day to give everyone his or her space. Tomorrow, everyone will be happy to eat together again. Hmm. And what was that? Gemini? Sag. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. What's the one that you say... I act more like than cancer. Gemini. 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 You haven't done that one. I have. I thought I did. Wait, did, did you? I, I did earlier. Yep. That was the third one that I did. I'll go back and redo that one if you want to hear it. Oh, Grandpa's phone. <laughs> Who's calling you? It's not. It's not. Potential spam. Okay. I thought it was um, Gary or someone. Okay, Capricorn. This is for you. This could be a particularly stressful day, Capricorn. Your workload is heavier than ever. Thanks to the increased responsibility you've taken on, the day seems endless, yet there aren't enough hours to get done all that needs doing. Take care not, or take care not to take your anxiety out on others. If you're nice to them, they may even help you finish your project. Okay. I'm going to finish doing these and then I'll go back to Gemini, Joey. Aquarius, can you put your phone on silent? Your self God, y'all are probably gonna think I'm so rude to Joey. I'm just very like barking orders at him. Your self confidence may be a bit low, and you could doubt your abilities right now, Aquarius. Don't get depressed or disheartened. Your skills are excellent. Try to look at your situation objectively and pinpoint why you aren't progressing in your career as rapidly as you hoped. You may be worried about money, but know that everything will work out in the end. 
What? It's on silent. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell me something. Okay. And last, but certainly not the least, Sam's Danny Pisces. Today, you may feel bored and frustrated with your life's decision. You may feel buried under responsibilities, Pisces, with no time left to do what you really want to do. You have other interests to pursue, but no time to pursue them. It's frustrating. You might want to rethink your priorities. If you're creative about time management, though, you'll be able to find some time. Hmm. And lastly, back to Gemini again. Yours was, I always tell Joey he's more like a Gemini. He's not a Cancer. He could be any other sign in the fucking rainbow, and I would believe you, but he is not a Cancer. Hmm. Prove me wrong. I want to be proved wrong. I would love it if he was a Cancer. Don't get me wrong. I am. My birthday says so. That's how it works. I know. (laughs) Unfortunately for me, that's the one stipulation that I have with it. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if I believe it because Joey's not exactly a cancer. I don't know. Kasima could help me kind of understand it a bit more. If work is beginning to feel more like a burden than a joy, it may be time to rethink your job, Gemini. Your personality is such that you need lots of room to stretch and grow. If you feel stifled, you know it's time to find a new professional challenge. You're fortunate that your skill set affords you many opportunities. Choose carefully. T. What do you think about that? Yine? I don't know. I mean, I need a job for my personality to stretch and grow. Oh, oh, I feel that way in this I career don't. field, definitely. Ever since I started this, I'm, I would say it's more of a creative thing. It's a creative endeavor you, when you're yeah. creating a business. And there's a lot of creativity involved in this. I think that because of that, I've been able to learn a lot about myself, a lot about how I am in the work field, you know, working with Sam. Has brought up a lot of different things that I never would have thought that I would have to face. But since I have, I feel stronger. I feel like more open. I feel wiser, smarter. I don't know. Maybe you need to start like a creative endeavor. Maybe make like a t-shirt company. My whole job is a creative endeavor. I feel like. You are a creative endeavor. I don't know. Podcasts would be interesting, but too much time that I don't have. I've always told Joey, if he ever started a podcast, I would help him produce it. I would do all of the marketing. I would do all of the editing, all of the planning. I mean, well, maybe not the planning. I would let you do the planning because it's your podcast. But I would like to micromanage in any other way possible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know how I I can't help it. I caught myself the other day. What was it? I think it was last night actually when you were like setting up something in here. And I was like, can you do it like this? Or can you actually next can you do this? And like I was I was micromanaging you and I was yeah. like, man, this must be really annoying. I'm so sorry. Casima <laughs> uh, said, build your child a tree house and let me live in it. LOL. Oh my God. Yes. That is one of my dream things to build is a tree house. Not that I can't build it now. It's just obviously I'm going to wait till Sonny's old enough to do something like that. Yeah. Use something like that. Um, can't wait. There's a lot that I can't wait to do with Sonny. Like I can't wait to play Barbies with her. 
I can't wait to, it, you know, if she wants to, of course, stuff. whatever she wants to do, I'm going to be like, hell yeah, let's fucking do she it. She loves wearing dresses. She does. Her favorite thing is dresses. She loves singing and she loves um, ducks. Really into ducks right now. That's, that's the whole mood is ducks. So she's you. Right. The duck walk up to the lemonade stand and he said to the man running the stand. All right, guys. All right, what were you going to say? You said, can you? And you trailed off and we started getting sidetracked. I don't know. That's why you can't have a podcast with two ADHD people. This is why I shouldn't have a podcast in general. I'm like, Sam and I are always talking to you guys about you guys, our listeners. And genuinely, it's shocking how many of you are sitting here listening because I, I just don't understand. I'm like, we, you know, we work really hard. We make sure that the podcast is good. Like we want to make sure you guys have some juicy, good, good information, good content, like, you know, scary shit. Like you guys want, that's why you're listening. Right. I but, mean, y'all are coming up two months away from that one year anniversary. And we hit a thousand followers on Instagram the other day. I thought shit it's a big myself. deal. That was amazing. Like there, there's so many of you guys here to support us. And it just, it gets me so excited. Like what a great community. Also, that reminds me since we're on the topic, Sam and I have a group on Facebook who we're actually streaming to right now. So if you're not subscribed to our YouTube or our Twitch account, you can actually follow us on Facebook. Um, we don't stream to the page. Keep note of that. We stream to the group. So the once you go Friends on our group. page, yeah, the Ghoul Friends group should be listed underneath of the um, the about section of our page. And you'll be able to join. I think you have to request to join, but Sam's always very quick about that. And I think um, I think that it's it could also could also possibly be like an automatic agreement i'm not sure i think i think sam has to approve you but you know spend more time in that page than any other facebook page and that's the group not yeah. because i'm biased it's just because it's the most entertaining because it is i mean there's serious podcast stuff there's crap like ton of memes. i put i shared a recipe there this morning about mostly fucking- memes yeah, there's mostly memes. Oh, Vicky and then says ev- congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, a thousand was a lot. I was, we were and so Kasima excited. And Kasima said, like the one that was in Tennessee, those huge dream goals. I don't, oh my god! I don't yeah. Know what, I don't know. I don't know any big tree houses. But... Well, we'll have to make one. That's yeah. our goal in yes. the next few years. Yeah, life goal: make a tree house. What was I saying? I was talking about um the group. Oh yeah, I mean we share memes there. I shared a recipe this morning. Nothing super serious, but damn, is it fun? It's great to have cool mm. friends. We're almost at three hundred people in that group right now. So you would be joining a bustling community of already existing spooky friends who love to share memes, and. We also function as like a support group. So like if there's something great going on in your life, we want you to share it with us. Uh, You might have to back it up just a touch. Can you see it now? Back it up. Yeah, there it is. Joey's showing you. Two ghouls (laughs) podcast group. Yep. Let's see. All right. Jumping into today's episode. um, It's going to be a little, it's not. Oh, wait. Let me back it up just a second. Good grief. What? What are you looking at? <laughs> I just got a notification from Grubhub's order just oh, got postponed to like I know 645. I fucking saw it in my corner of my eye. I was like, fuck. We ordered Taco Bell. Well, that's how it is when you live out in the, in middle, the middle of nowhere. What fuck nowhere? 
on a good day, you get Grubhub in like an hour 15. On a bad day, two hours, two and a half hours. Well, the hours. thing is, is if you order it from the Williamsburg side, they're super quick. But if you order it from the Quentin side, it ain't coming for like two hours beach, which sucks because Taco Bell's on the Quentin side. Well, you know? yeah. And I well, love there's also Taco one in Toano that's closer, but oh, well, I you don't know think that one beside the shoe store there. across the street from the your yeah, favorite store, mm-hmm. the Christmas Mouse. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate Christmas Mouse. Don't ever bring up that name again. I'm triggered. But all right, yeah. Speaking of trigger warnings, these are real people we're discussing. Remember to keep it respectful. Um, I've already introduced Joey, but I put that in my notes to introduce you. So Joey, listeners, listeners, this is Joey. Trigger warnings. If descriptive, supposedly true stories centering around gory, real-life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything surrounding extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror, murders, sexual interactions, mental health, anything violent or potentially cruel in nature. We suggest that you just GTFO. This podcast is not for you. You have been warned. Um, Wanted to talk about our merch. I've forgotten to talk about that in the last couple of weeks, but we'll share that at the end. Joey, can you make like a mental note to remind me to do that? (laughs) I'll write it down. Hold on. Hold on. I'll enter it into my phone. Oh, okay. All right. Mental reminder for what? Merch Talking shout out. about merch. And there's a promo code and everything I want to give everyone. But right. we had just recently launched our merch within the last month for the summer. And boy, howdy. It is sexy. I have to see you in it. It is so nice. I think you would look really good. Um, um, Brenna has gotten some. Kasima grabbed a shirt. I think she got a tank top. Yeah, we have some. Mm-hmm. We have some of the older designs. I actually I have... wore my two ghouls t-shirt today. I thought you wore it yesterday. No. Yesterday. What was yesterday? Yesterday was Tuesday. Hmm. Excuse me. Good point. The de- <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to show you a series of videos, TikToks rather, that were sent to me by Sam. She has handpicked each of these episodes or each of these TikToks to show you guys under fact or fake. So I'm going to give you the choice. Do you want to listen to a story first or would you rather watch a video first? Mm, you give me the choice of the viewers. You. Oh, let's get these. Uh, let's see. Kasima said, I got a picture of me in it. I'll send the logo is on my boob, <laughs> my boob. and I love it. I love it. Oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. I got a pink alien head on my boob for the logo. Yeah, our old t-shirts. I'll have to one day. No, that's still a classic. That's still a really good they t-shirt. They were classics. That the alien and one. The skeletonette collection. Love it. Love it. Love it. So what were you gonna say? Story or video? I don't know. Story or video? Yeah. Uh let's start heavy and taper off light. Let's jump into stories. Ooh. Okay. I want to go well, off I, deep end. I want to start with your worst story. Oh, that's interesting. I have balls quite deep the in gnarly, this, like, gnar, gnar, gnar story. Like, so much so that it's going to involve another trigger warning. Um, It's I mean, intense. Somebody so, commented story. Oh, they agreed with me. Bear with me. Good. Story. Okay, good. I'm glad you guys are into the stories. All right. Also, reminder for my audio-only listeners, we 
will be uploading this uh, episode as a video on our Spotify platform. I don't know if that makes any sense, but basically Anchor now allows us to post our videos like our like what you're seeing right now on our Spotify. So if you guys at any point need to refer to your phone to look at things, I ask that you don't do it while you're driving. Wait. Um this episode so, is going to be a touch more video than it is stories. So I think it's a good idea that we're doing stories first so they have the option to listen at a different time for the video. So you have video on your Spotify for two ghouls? Uh, occasionally, yeah. It depends that's on how deal. I upload it. That's, uh, yeah. it's, that's actually limited access. Not everybody is allowed well, video. Anchor yet. is owned by Spotify, from my understanding, and they were like, oh, you're the first to oh, experience so not, this release, like one of our yeah. only podcasters that can use it. So I haven't been using it a lot, but I think I will today. I mean, I even the world's tomorrow. biggest podcast, I think, was only allowed to start doing video around like a year ago. Like it's still Dude. very fresh. Yeah, I think Spotify. it was only like a year ago for us as well. So I don't. It think was it was uh yeah it was one special five five five. Yeah, it was when Rogan signed the Spotify deal and went exclusively to Spotify because he's oh. the world's biggest podcast. So he was the first one allowed to do yeah, it. He has like two thousand episodes or something fucking crazy, Wait, right? Was, what? How many episodes does Joe Rogan have? He's been doing it since I was in like fifth grade. Damn. Yeah, I and mean, he doesn't do like the seasons. You know so how some podcasts do seasons. Yeah, he's been doing it for like fifteen years. Jesus, I hope that's. Um, me. I hope that's me and the, Sam. So it looks like the most recent episode was eighteen hundred sixty-five. Jesus Christ, that is shocking. Yeah. So you're you're not gonna believe this shit. This story ended up being so fucked up that it got deleted within the last few hours. Yeah, casinos. Yeah, that's what we Joe Rogan a year ago with video. Yeah, Yeah, started a year ago with video, and then five months ago, big podcast got special access, and then it's becoming more loud. Okay, but not everyone's doing it. I've got like probably 10 or 12 podcasts that I listen to weekly, and I think only like half of them have video and i think that was yeah like kasima said about five six months ago when they got permission to do it and it was like a big deal but yeah so did you hear what i said about the other one so the story got deleted it literally was so offensive so you don't that have it, it anymore it. i do not have access to it that happened within remember? the last right. couple of hours so yes. a non and i just share version. how traumatizing yes non-accurate paraphrasing all right paraphrasing the fuck out of this but basically some dude was like his the title of it was like i had to create a new image in my head for me to not remember my daughter this way that was the title essentially uh all right (laughs) it it doesn't it doesn't go the way you think it does okay i hope not no pedophile nothing nothing oh it is definitely a dead kid story so major trigger that's exactly what i was expecting (laughs) major trigger warning but there was this part of the story where it was i don't know it was like a medium story but he eventually gets into the nitty-gritty and you're like fuck me so he tells us about how he got his girlfriend pregnant and apparently like he was like all right you know 
it's time to get serious. I'm going to go get myself like a job. I'm going to make sure we have the finances. It's just girlfriend. He wasn't married and it wasn't a side. I'm piece not sure. I think it was just a girlfriend. Okay. It was a female partner. That's all I know. And he um, was like, yeah, she got pregnant. And then I was getting ready to get straight. Like everything was fine. And I was prepared. I was getting prepared for this baby to be here. And he said there was one text that she sent him one day that was like, I've ended it. And she didn't say anything else except for that. And he was like, what? She sends back a picture of not just the fetus, but the fetus ripped apart in the toilet. So everyone says it's fake. That's why I would like to say, like, what do you think? I don't know. But that shit was so crazy. So basically he ended up having to go to like, he goes to like a lot of like carnivals or like, you know, things that you would do with like your family. Um, and he carries around like a dog tag with her name, with like the supposed name of the child that he was going to have. Honestly, I don't even know what you do in that situation. Like, cause I don't obviously know. that's not an abortion thing. It's one thing if, you know, so-and-so gets an abortion, but no, this sounds like it was a psychotic mental break in a bathroom. Literally, that's like where straight, they ripped apart yeah. a premature fetus or something. Right. Right. Like, that, right. like if, yeah, if something like that, I don't even know, Whoa. don't even know what you do after that. Like, in general, in life, not even he about a relationship, so or not about the baby. Like, he was I, like, I don't even I know how you continue. He was like, I, <laughs> I literally had person. to go to like family things. Like, he went to like a carnival with her with her name all around his neck and like a dog tag, and he was like, apparently, like trying to talk to her. Like, he said he was at like he was having like a psychosis issue where he was like, I had to imagine Understandably her so. I saw her in such a horrible state, and I was like, whoop. Oh my god, you know, too much. All right. When nope. I was seven, I threw a brick at a girl's face. Now she's blind. I'm 24 <laughs> years old. Yeah, isn't that so fucked? Sorry. If you guys are like, why are you laughing? Joey does this thing that he gets really uncomfortable and he laughs. So give him a break. I'm sure Oh, <laughs> just listen. I end up feeling like it's justified. This is like a typical "Am I the Ooh. asshole?" story. This was under uh, Reddit, conf- the subreddit confession, and this was written by Legitimate Pomelo ninety. I'm 24 years old, and I grew up in a third world country, Brazil. Two of my cousins live close by. They were my age at the time. We used to ride our bikes together every weekend around the neighborhood we grew up in. We loved that shit. Some of my best childhood memories. We lived in a rich area, but we grew up very poor. And I don't know if that was worth mentioning or has any relevance, but we used to ride in our underwear because we were savage kids. On one particular day, we left the neighborhood and stumbled upon another group of three kids, two boys and one girl. They were probably around the same age as us. My stupid cousin stops to say hi. Once they laid eyes on us, they just started laughing at us and mocking us, calling us underwear boys and literally calling us um, homosexuals because we were in our undies but weren't clothed. Kids can be so goddamn cruel, including myself. 
And at the time I was in shock and they humiliated me. I have no idea why I did this, nor did I mean to uh, single any of them out. But I just looked around and saw a big brick on the side of the road. I remember this perfectly. I picked it up and prepared to throw it like a shot competitor would because it was too heavy for me to throw it. Like, you know how like they swing it around, like go in a circle. Mm-hmm. Shot you know? put is when they, uh, when you have oh, a ball like a, on two your shoulder like this? and then you spin and spin and you push up and out. That's what he did. A You're shot about competitor yeah. would be uh, because it was too heavy for me to throw it over arm style. So instead I shot put launched the brick right into the nose of this little girl it looked like it crushed her nose and Mm -hmm. the sharp end of my brick rolled into her eye pushing it back into her head it probably cut or crushed her eye as soon as that happened she dropped on the ground bleeding everywhere and started screaming everyone started screaming we just sprinted back on our bikes and pedaled Mm -hmm. as quick as we could Once we rushed home, we hid under the bed after like an hour. My auntie found us and interrogated the story out of us. She was furious, but didn't narc. The dad of the little girl must have come out because some pissed off, yelling, furious 40-year-old man was knocking in every house, trying to find some kids, but couldn't figure out where we lived. We can hear him yelling to neighbors, saying that he was going to kill us and look at what they've done to my daughter. It Mm. was so scary. I'm actually so thankful for the neighbors. They all knew who we were, but mentioned that no kids lived here. Wow. So no one narked on them. This was never spoken of. I think it traumatized even my auntie having to live with it. Years later, when I came back to visit my cousin, I saw this girl with an eye patch and she's turned into a beautiful woman. Wish I could apologize. Damn. It's just not possible. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. So I wanted to start with my most fucked up story, but honestly, is that justified? I don't know. Uh... I mean, she apparently he was like, I wasn't trying to single. I mean, I, I don't out. think it's justified to guilty by association. Somebody because oh yeah, no, I don't think it feelings. should have gotten to that extreme. <laughs> but them getting mad, yeah. and, like retaliating in a way, I kind of get it well, to an extent until you are blinding somebody because your feelings got hurt, right? But I mean, who knows how you said they were? How old? Seven. I think so. They were like, yeah, they were so that, I mean, that's just age. kids being kids and right. not realizing really their own, you know, mistake, mortality. Though. And <laughs> kids aren't invincible. They don't understand that all the time. This was written under uh, Confession as well, the subreddit Confession, which, if you guys are ever on that subreddit, <laughs> holy cow, some of the shit you read on there is unbelievable. <laughs> This was written by N.N. Locke, and it is a, oh God, I don't even want to read the title because I feel like it's going to give away the juicy parts. Skip it. I originally posted this in True Crime, but someone suggested that I re, hi Morg Fairy, someone suggested that I repost here for my own safety. I'll be keeping some of the details of this story a little vague, but it's mostly the truth with a few guesses where my memory fails me as this was around 20 or so years ago. I'm not going in and out of audio, am I? No. You can hear me? Okay. 
I was a homeless or I was homeless on and off between 13 to 16 years old, right around the tail end of my of the 90s and had little to no contact with my family. I was a moderately frequent drug user, but at the time of this story, I was mostly into weed and mushrooms. With this story containing my first experience with meth and tweakers, in short, I was a typical 90s teenage dirtbag with little to no moral compass. I'm just a teenage. I've lived most of my life in major metropolitan areas. However, my wanderings at this time had led me to a somewhat rural town about two hours south of Canada, somewhere around the Pacific Northwest. Through adventures in drug use, I had made a few new friends. Let's call them Jeremy, my closest friend in this group. Karen, my girlfriend, and Tony, a fellow teenage dirtbag. We spent our days figuring out ways to get our hands on some weed for the most part, which included everything from panhandling to burglary. A couple of times a week, we'd go out and see Jeremy's girlfriend, who was under house arrest. While out there, we'd often roam the neighborhood looking for unlocked cars to rob, shoplift from local shops, and get drunk on the cheap disgusting wine looking at you carlo rossi carlo rossi carlo rossi wow carlos rossi yeah you can get like a gallon for like nine dollars oh my god one day after the sangria (laughs) (laughs) one day after an afternoon of minor crime and drugs we met up with someone i hadn't yet encountered but who was known to my whole group let's call him garrett Garrett was the only one of us over 18, which at the time provided a certain amount of cool factor and helped us spend our ill-gotten funds on a small amount of meth. We were all crashing at Karen's house while her parents were out of Yeah. We were all (laughs) crashing at Karen's house while her parents were out of town and we all got high, this being my first time. After we were all lit, the bag was empty, and Garrett started talking about scoring some more. However, we were all broke. Garrett had a brilliant plan for getting a large chunk of money quickly. It seems Garrett had a childhood friend whose grandfather lived in the area and kept a lot of cash on hand as he didn't trust banks. Ooh, don't ever tell anyone that because you have no idea who it's going to get back to. Jace! Garrett's plan was to put on masks, grab some knives, and scare the old man into giving us his money. The others were very interested as they wanted to get high. However, I was fairly adamantly against it. I won't pretend I had some sort of moral objection, but strong arm robbery was a bit above anything I'd gotten involved with. And quite frankly, I was scared. Additionally, we hadn't cased the place at all. So we had no information about his neighbors, when people left or returned home, if and when people were likely to visit, etc. Furthermore, the entire plan was concocted in about 15 minutes. So it wasn't exactly an Ocean's Eleven setup. Jeremy was going to be the driver and Garrett and Tony would go in and do the actual robbery. Karen and I were supposed to be the lookouts. However, for all of the above reasons, I refused to have anything to do with it and told Karen she shouldn't either, which surprisingly she listened. I tried to talk to them into waiting until we could get more info about the guy and the neighbors, but Garrett was dead set on doing it ASAP. 
I've since inferred he was a serious addict and needed something right now, which explains why he was so gung ho about the whole thing. That's crazy. My concerns were brushed aside and they started getting ready. Two t-shirts with sloppily cut eye holes would be the masks and two butcher knives from the block in Karen's kitchen would be the weapons. Jeremy would wait outside with the engine running. They'd go in and scare the guy, get the money and run back out. A plastic grocery bag was used to collect the cash. So ridiculously equipped, Jeremy, Tony and Garrett uh, head out the door and Karen and I settled down to wait. This was just about sundown and we expected the whole thing for good or ill would be over fairly quickly. And Karen assured me we'd be snorting lines in no time. We fooled around for a little bit since we were alone, but being twacked to the moon, I was more interested in talking than fucking. And in retrospect, can tell that was annoying the absolute shit out of her with my verbal diarrhea. Hmm. So he sounded really, really nervous. 15 minutes. Oh, just all uh, tweaked up. Well, yeah, to talk. and being Got nervous stuff to say. his friends are literally going to go like scare the shit out of an old man for a little bit of money. 15 minutes turned into 30 and then an hour with no sign of the guys. The sun went completely down and it was full night. By this point, we were super agitated and kept checking the blinds in classic tweaker form anytime we heard anything at all. We turned on some music and were laying on the couch when the door flew open. There in the doorway stood Jeremy, eyes wide and frantic, who burst out. He killed him. He fucking killed him. Behind him walked Tony in a daze, and behind him was Garrett, covered in blood. I don't think I'll ever forget the look on Garrett's face. Haunted doesn't do it justice. It was the expression of someone who knows he is damned. He walked slowly into the house and went directly into the bathroom and closed the door. We heard the faucet running as he washed the blood off his hands and his face, and we all stood silent, staring at each other. After I recovered from my initial shock, I asked what the actual fuck had happened. Evidently, things had unfolded pretty much as intended for the first half of the caper. The old man was appropriately terrified and handed over the money after being roughed up a little. Once the bag was filled and they were almost out the door, the poor bastard said, it's you, Garrett, isn't it? Evidently recognizing Garrett's voice as one of his grandson's friends. Well, Garrett panicked, turned around, and stabbed him directly in the chest. 19 times. Whoa. After the first 14, his knife hand bent. So he took Tony's knife and stabbed him five more times with his hand over the old man's mouth to try to stop his screaming. Finally. He slowed, stood up, and grabbed the bag of money. They both fled for the door. That's crazy. Unfortunately, one of the old man's neighbors had evidently come home right around this time. I was never able to get the straight of exactly when when he arrived. Um, but he saw two masked men running out of the house. He shouted at them to stop, then proceeded to jump back into his car and follow them. Jeremy drove like a maniac to lose him and then drove at random while they tried to figure out what the hell to do next. 
They finally decided to drive back to where we were and ditch the car several blocks away, trusting to the cover of trusting to the cover of night to hide the blood all over Garrett's shirt. As they told the story, Garrett finished washing himself off and opened the bag of money. If I recall correctly, it was something around five or six grand. They started splitting up the money, even offering me some, which I declined, horrified that things had turned out this way. If I was able to, I would have run screaming from the place. However, now I was a party to murder, and I didn't think they'd be too excited about someone who knew the details running off to who knows where. I refused the offered cash and tried to calm my twacked out mind, envisioning cops busting through the door at any moment. The largest amount of money they put into a hollowed out deodorant container, which they kept buried in the backyard, each kept several hundred dollars, and Jeremy agreed to take Tony and Garrett where they wanted to go and would score some meth to come back and take with Karen and I. The three left and Karen and I settled back into waiting anxiously. Eventually, Jeremy returned with a big sack of meth, which we proceeded to get blasted on, and spent the entire night playing cards, checking the windows. It was, without question, the scariest fucking night I'd ever had up until that point. We discussed whether or not the neighbor got the license plate number, if the cops would find the car, once again abandoned several blocks away, and even if Garrett would think about killing all of us to cover his tracks. In the morning, we decided to split up. In reality, they were super annoyed by the edgy, twacked-up version of me and just wanted to get the fuck away from them. I went to the flop house I was staying at, a bizarre little cult-like family setup that probably deserves its own story, and crashed out for a day. When I woke up, I headed to my local panhandling spot to get the money for some potato wedges. 12 for a dollar. What a deal. And while I was there, answered a newspaper to see if there was anything there. Sure enough, the murder was front page material. Given the semi-rural nature of the town. God, that's like if someone murdered someone in like my hometown. You know yeah, what I mean? Like okay I town. Yeah. Chilled to the core, I rocked dazedly around town until late that night before returning to my flop house. The patriarch of my little household was a worldly, mostly well-meaning gentleman we'll call Clive. Clive knew me pretty well by this point and was a charismatic individual. He pulled me aside and asked what was wrong late that night and informed me that the cops had come by that day asking about me and asked if there was anything I'd like to tell him. I spilled everything. Clive listened in silence as I told him what had happened and at the end of it shared something with me that none of us had known. As a younger man, he'd spent seven years in prison for armed robbery. He knew what it was like to be in a serious capital T trouble in his house and only asked for one thing out of me. Don't kill myself in his house as there were really young kids living there again. Mm. It was really, it was a very, really strange place. I assured him I wouldn't, and we drank coffee and played cards until the sun came up. At about nine in the morning, the cops showed up again, and this time I went with them as it happened, and I wasn't the last person to be rounded up. Garrett was still at large. Being a good criminal, I clammed up and said nothing. 
besides asking them what I was being questioned about, of course. They informed me that I was wanted for question in regards to a murder, and I spent the car ride and waiting room time struggling to control my sphincter. When I was escorted into the interview area, which was just a regular office and not a scary movie interview room, I was asked if there was anything I wanted to tell them. I, of course, said I had no idea why I was there, but I was shaking and sweating like a whore in church and knew they could see it. They decided to offer some information. An old man had been murdered and they had multiple people in custody, all of whom seemed to think that the plan was my idea. I was so stunned by this. I made what was probably a rather comical like wall face and started shaking a bit more. The interviewer outlined the basic facts they, they, that they knew, which were all pretty much on the money, except for the fact that I had been f- fingered as the, <laughs> that was a weird word to use. I had been fingered as the mastermind of the operation. <laughs> Everyone had, what happened at the police you? precinct? <laughs> <laughs> they even provided me with a statement from Karen, his girlfriend, which indicated that the whole plan had been mine and that they hadn't wanted to do it. But I had threatened <laughs> them into compliance, which was pretty ludicrous as I was the youngest person in the group and a scrawny little white boy. He left me with the statement and a cup of coffee while he went to the bathroom. Yeah, sidebar, just- they, cops are legally allowed to lie to you in an interrogation <gasps> room. Really? Yes, they what? always give you a fake confession. They're like, oh, well, so-and-so said you did everything and hopes that you'll be like, no, no, that wasn't me. It was so-and-so. They would have gotten me with that. I was like, oh, no, my God, no, I would have no, no, spilled no. They, everything. That is how they get information. They <gasps> oh. are allowed to lie to you. They are allowed to give you fake statements. Wow. All that. It's it's all legal. I feel so, like a dumb fuck for not knowing Unless that. you have a lawyer in any situation, do not talk. Yikes. You are not helping yourself no matter what word you say. It is not helping. Only, only, only talk if a lawyer has told you to say something. Huh. If not, just stay silent. Don't answer a question. If they say, do you need to go to the bathroom? Don't even talk for that. Just silent treatment until you have a lawyer. Don't take any sips of anything. Don't, Don't wear anything. Don't touch the glass. No your fingerprints will be on it. Don't sip out of it. They'll have your DNA. All that's a trick. Just... Hands in your pockets. Don't say a word so you have a lawyer. It also makes you feel more comfortable. So mm-hmm. then you're more willing. Well, even uh, another common tactic is the interrogation rooms have their own thermostat. So they'll up the thermostat to like 78 or so where it, get, it starts getting warm. And then you have a glass of water in front of you. You're like, man, it's hot in here. I need a sip of water. Like it's, it's shady stuff on the interrogation side. Yikes. Always stay quiet. Fair. All right. So by this point, I was freaking right the fuck out. What the actual fuck? Why had my so-called friends all pointed the finger at me? I slowly began to realize that they had all known each other for much longer than I had known each other. Or known any of them, excuse me. And that much of our interactions had involved me bringing weed or cash to share. Was I a sucker? Was this me being used, a chump, and being left out to dry? When the interviewer came back in, he sat down in his desk, looked at me, and just said, Tell me. I paused, then shakily asked for a soda and a cigarette, and was provided with both, which was a bit interesting, 
as I was only 15, I told them that I wasn't prepared to make a statement but could offer a hypothetical explanation of events, which he would eventually say would be acceptable for now. I huddled by the window as much as it pains me to admit it, rolled over like a good boy. I told them everything relating to the event itself, the participants, the plan, where it went wrong, and what happened after. The interviewer sat in silence and let me ramble it all out while I blew my smoke out the window. He asked why I didn't try to harder to stop them or go to police after the event. I told him I was quite simply afraid of people that had killed this guy understandably so if i had been a witness to murder that is not my first immediate thought would be to like run i'd be like oh okay they're gonna kill me if i fucking do anything except for accept what happened (laughs) you know maybe later you can go off and da 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 but not in the moment what would you do if you witnessed a murder from people you didn't know just like two strangers one murders the other one that would probably tell someone yeah why just keep going i think i would what just the fuck, joey what do you mean i mean if somebody's already dead uh, me doing anything and we're gonna bring okay, them back to you're life exposing yourself right now <laughs> you might as well be standing here with your butt cheeks spread right now on camera because no, that honestly. is the biggest that is the biggest crock of shit i've ever heard you literally walked up to a dollar general and saw a hit and run happening and you fucking ran up with your gun i mean bullshit i don't call i don't believe you for two seconds i'm not hit and run that could have been a story in and of itself that wasn't hit and run though that was armed no it was just armed robbery although did we have a gun for real yeah okay no and well and you see in that situation i stepped up because i felt somebody was in danger if it's murder the person's already dead. Me coming up is like, saving. wouldn't you feel like it would be an injustice to that person's legacy if you didn't say something to the cops when you noticed that they got killed? And what I about might, that person's might, family? You know what? You're right. I think I would probably do a, a phone call to the police. At least. And when Jesus. they give, you know, when they're like, all right, name and, uh, name and phone number, just hang up the phone and not call ever again. Just enough for them to have a tip and be able to figure it out on their own later, but I wouldn't get involved. But that way you wouldn't have to become a witness or anything, go through the messiness of court and everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'd be too good for that. I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'll give you my name. Here's my number. And next thing you know, you're in court. Then the murderer sees you. And then, oh. They blame it on you. You're the next victim. Right. Nope. Quick, quick, uh phone call to the police give them enough details to get them started then hang up and that's on them to figure it out what do you guys think you'll have to let me know what would you do if i came home covered in blood like she's talking about if i came home covered in blood it was like i killed him uh (laughs) i don't want to answer that question on live actually (laughs) fortunately for me what is that beeping is that our neighbor again? That's weird. I don't know. This whole thing has me reeling because Joey has a good point. You don't want to be wrapped up in the middle of court or anything, you know? And you definitely don't want to be this guy's next fucking victim, right? So what are you even supposed to do? God, I don't even know. Oh, good. Someone's on their way with our food. He's coming back. Hold on. 
What do you guys think so far? I am just... We haven't even gotten to the videos yet. Jesus. This story's long. I knew it was long, but I guess I didn't realize how long. What the hell is that? I can't see. Oh, that's why you went outside? Amazon came. Sorry, guys. We're trying to be healthy up in this bitch, and I needed to get a scale for my chicken breast. So, yay! Come on, Joey, come back. I think Casper's sneezing. Enjoy my dog sneezing in the meantime. We have three dogs. I'm just going to sit here and talk about myself. We have three dogs. My dog's name is Popeye. Joey's dog's name is Woody. And I don't know if you guys do that in your own house, but I do. We always um, say like, oh, Casper's like more Katie's dog than, than he is my dog. Like we each have our own dogs, but like they all live in the same house, right? Yeah. Like obviously I love Woody and I would do anything for Woody, but Woody is Joey's dog. I was telling them about our dogs. What I miss? I was telling them about our dogs. And Casper sneezed while you were washing your hands. All right. Fortunately for me, they seemed to think my story lined up for what with what they knew so far and decided they didn't have enough evidence to charge me at that time. I was told not to leave town and that it would be wise for me to retain legal advice. I returned home and spent the night smoking a bunch of weed, then went to sleep trying not to think about it. Oh, my God. I would be petrified that Garrett was going to come get him. That night, Garrett was tracked down and arrested at gunpoint, brought back to the station, interrogated. He copped to the murder and told them everything that had happened. Much to my everlasting surprise, he backed my claim that I had been against the entire plan from the beginning, refused to take any money, and generally seemed to want nothing to do with the situation. From what I understand, he referred to me as just a kid who was in the wrong place at the wrong time. The next day, I was called back in, sat down, and told about Garrett's confession This person who I'd only met that day confirmed everything that I had told them and went out of his way to explain that I was not a willing participant. I've always gotten the sense that he was truly remorseful for what he had done and didn't want to see anyone else suffer for it. They told me I was free to go for the moment, but that they might have additional questions for me in the future. Later that day, I saw a story in the local paper indicating that the culprit had been apprehended and naming him. The article also mentioned that three minors were in custody and an unnamed male minor was questioned regarding the incident. Me. A couple of weeks later, I caught a greyhound out of town, leaving the state and returning to my hometown in in another state. I later learned that the police did come back around looking for me, but I was long gone. I was still off the grid for another year or two, and I've never been contacted about the incident since then. I've also never returned to that state. Mm. Mm. 
that story is just wild. They posted it in two different places and everyone was like commenting like you need to read or you need to write a book like this is amazing. I can't imagine living with that kind of absolute insanity. I just wow. Mm. Unbelievable. All right. We're going to jump into some factor fake links. In the meantime, I'm going to play a very fun intro that I made for this. Thank you. And see. Okay. Did it play? What the fuck? Yeah, it did. It was very... David, I was looking for you. I was looking for you. I was thinking about you before the live stream. I was like, man, I hope David found a spot for that kitty cat. Did you ever find out or find a spot to put your cat? She was so cute. All right. Hopefully this works. Well, your intro did. Okay. Did you hear what I just said to David and everything? Yeah, kitty cat. Okay, yeah. I can hear you in the other room before you're talking, and it's, like, throwing me off. All right. Sharing my screen. You guys are going to have to go back and listen to those stories, because they were just wild. I'm going to share my screen, and you guys are going to bear with me, okay? You're going to bear with me, because my internet, even though we pay to have, like, the streaming internet, it, for whatever reason, does not work like that. We're supposed to be able to stream on like seven different platforms at the same time and game. Well, and we have. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to call Cox about that because we have it's you know, top tier, the top tier Wi-Fi. Yeah, and we got like, it because I, you know, I podcast every single week. Yeah. Like they so. said, you could stream on unlimited devices and it would be able to keep up. Yeah. Right. It's not acting the best. So let me know if my audio is going out at all. I'm trying to share my screen here. I might actually end up having to get you to share your screen because it's not letting me share my screen. Bring the laptop in Um, there. Yeah, me the laptop and we'll just share the mic from this point on. Bear with us, guys. What if I just started singing for you guys? Can I do some Shakira? Oh, wow. I should stream myself doing um Just Dance one night. I think that would be fun. What do you think, Joey? Just Dance? I forgot that the webcam was on this camera. You need to turn the sound off because you're echoing. All right. All right. What's that what was that? Did you hear that? That was Popeye being. <laughs> yeah, and I forgot the webcam was still on, so they totally just got a view of my nostrils. Oh, I know. I saw. I saw like the whole thing. I saw the whole thing. Look, it's me, double. <laughs> Sharing screen. We're going to share sound. Going to Google Docs now. Follow me there, bitches. Oh, this is so, wow. High tech, high tech, high tech. 
can you This is not your business. You're not supposed to be looking at that. Everyone. Hopefully my internet's going on. If I sound scratchy or anything, let me know, guys. Joey, you're going to have to speak up. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. This first TikTok comes from Sam. Like all of them. I wish Sam was here. She's busy. She's a busy hole. Can you guys hear the sound? No, I can't. Hold on, it's not playing yet. I have to go back. You should post the TikTok. Uh, I don't know. I'm not seeing. What? Is it that white thing? The white thing is supposed to be like the head or something like that, I guess. What the fuck was that? <gasps> it's gone. Yeah. You don't believe it? Not doing it for me. Ew, ew, ew. I don't know what the fuck that is. God. What do you guys think? Sorry about the echo. Um, next time we do TikToks, it'll probably be with Sam. Sam has a better, excuse me, computer than I do. And that works better for streaming. So it just, like I said, bear with us, guys. Comment if you think they're fact or fake. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think that one was real. Oh, apparently I've already seen this one. Ugh. Thank you. Okay, it's playing. Let me do a fact on this one before we even see it. He's crying. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, the orb. Oh. No. 
All right, wait a minute. No, we have to note that. Look at the orb that goes. Whew. Right there. There's more. Watch. No. There's another orb. Oh, bullshit. No, look at it. No, look at all the ghosts flying around. There's been several orbs ever since the door opened. <gasps> look, they're like running away. No, I'm telling you, that's dust. Listen, listen. David said the reaction on the first video sounded like he was overselling. Crazy. So you can hear a little bit of the footsteps. Why? Why do you say I don't know? I gotta it's highlight these. I want to believe it's real, but my brain keeps being like, well, you and I both know this could have happened. I don't know. It's pretty freaking believable. That's what I said. I want to believe I know. It, but my brain is like that. I think ah. our Taco Bell should be here within the next like minute or so because I saw her. <gasps> Stop it right now. I've seen this video. Listen to this ghost on the spirit box. Listen. Yes, it is. Pretty underwear. My underwear was showing big time. So. My underwear was literally showing big time. I have a wife ass. What the fuck? Those apps, I can never tell. The one that we use is that exact same one. It's something called Ghost Tube. And there's actually been quite a few videos of, um, I don't know, I would say some pretty wild evidence that have been that's been captured with that app oh, yeah. that well, we've that seen. Stuff is the type of stuff on like your Instagram or your podcast page. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you document a lot of it. So it's readily available. Yeah. It's not on like here. So that's why I don't. All right, here we go. Especially colonial overnight. Oh, yeah. The deer. <gasps> no. What the fuck? Definitely. I think that just happens to be like weird donkey at the wrong time of the day. That's crazy. Horrible injuries and just living through it. That's not a deer, though. That's a dirt. That's like a donkey. 
Oh, I guess it is. Um, oh, definitely probably was, got hit by a car or something. Torso down. It was or not torso from his knee down, I guess. It was just bone. Like he was <gasps> four bones. Ew. Oh like, gross. Live through some crazy stuff and just act like nothing for like, they just are very resilient and live through anything. They keep trying to get in. No, that's fucking fake as hell. That's some dude's kids. That's fucking fake as hell. That's scary though. That got me. I was like, oh, no fucking way. Like, look at the way it was like fiddling with the, like, ugh. Can you imagine if that really was real though? Oh my god. What if that was real, dude? Imagine. Imagine. You saw a figure running? Time I've told you, about, I was like, you never told me you saw something running. I heard that there was a shadow. Jesus. Yeah, that one totally, I think, was fake. But damn, that was a good one. What they saw when they saw. Like, that's how I felt. Like, that, you know, that same. Creepy, uh, terrifying yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not available. Ooh, that tells me it must have been real. So we're going to call that one fact. Man, I'm having a good time. Are you guys having a good time? All right. Video from Moreland, Kentucky. Ooh. Ew. Me when I wake up at 3 a.m. <laughs> Me looking for fucks to give. Wild, bro. It's still scary as fuck. If I saw that on a camera, I would be wigging. Joey had a morph suit in like high school, and he literally got escorted out by the police on like Senior Spirit Day because he was like being too much. Like he was knocking over trash cans and like having complete anarchy, and someone had to come in and be like, "All right, all right, you're done, you're done." You're done. Sorry, officer. Right. <laughs> it's okay, Grover. <laughs> Do you think SWs? I never want to say the actual word. You can read it. Oh, I don't want to say it. Freak Sam out. Me too. Right? They're, they have to be real. Absolutely. Have to be. 
All right, here we go. Listen up, guys. Holy smokes. I think our grub pub is going to be here soon. So I'm going to go ahead and read the next one to you guys because I know that the echoing was pretty bad. So that skinwalker stuff is crazy. I know exactly yes. what he's talking about. I've been in the woods and been like, I walked back to the house. Stop. Times. Why am I walking in circles? And it will piss you off because you're like, I've been here a million times. Why am I going in a circle over and over again? Why can I not go to the house? I know it's right over there. Yeah. You'd be out there for hours. And finally, yeah. just out of nowhere, it's like, why was that such an easy walk home? Like, Yes. Stop. You're weirding me out because I remember being no, in the woods a lot, a lot as a kid. Woods, and we had, yeah. It, it was always weird stuff happening. Ew. I absolutely hate it. She's coming down the road. All right. So this next one. 
it's part two of that skin yeah it's gonna slap joey's like that taco bell's gonna slap all right hold on let me stop screen sharing why am I so fuzzy? We all day we first started making a large amount of white ash, cleaning our guns. Heck, they even packed MREs and special high dollar spotlights. We set off right as the sun went down. We weren't three hours in when disaster struck. We were all sitting around a tree. Wait five seconds. I could tell these skinwalkers were watching us. They're all around us, multiple. I'm frantically scanning everything with my spotlight, not even realizing that Cole wasn't with us anymore. I asked James where he was, but he didn't seem nervous at all and told me he may have had to pee. I turned back to face my front, and there I see Cole right in front of me. He was in the distance, but something wasn't right. He was contorting in ways a human never could. I start to turn around and ask James, shh, what we should do but halfway around i heard james guttural sounding breathing like his lungs were filling with blood i couldn't stand to be there anymore and i booked it back to the cabin fuck bro this is tricky to read the forest seemed like it was laughing at me in my desperation to run home. I knocked my or I knocked my flashlight running and it was slowly getting dimmer and dimmer. I eventually had to ditch it and use some of the flares that Cole and James bought. I pulled the top off and struck it against a I'm assuming tree. Hold on. Struck it against a tree and the red flame lit up the surrounding forest there were so many of them 10 20 probably more but as luck would have it they never attacked me i could see the cabin and flung the door open and shut it behind me i ran for the upstairs bedroom and quickly got into the um old wooden closet where i am typing this i don't hear them but they're outside my house unfortunately i did not end up getting clawed or maybe bitten it's not a terrible wound, but it's bleeding black. If you can send help, please do. I really need it this time. That's definitely fake, but still interesting to think about. The Appalachian Mountains. Appalachian. Appalachian. I could always called them the Appalachian when I was a kid. They're, that's what everyone that's not from there calls. They're called Appalachian. Well, call me a darn now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that story with the woods crazy stuff happens in the woods like and it would happen to us as kids because you know we spent all of our childhood pretty much in the woods like right i don't know if you want me to go into a story i mean you can but we have like 11 more to do are you doing all those i might at an hour and a half. i know like i remember as a kid we'd always play in the woods and uh we would collect glass jars because where we lived, there was a lot of like glass jars and pots and stuff yeah. like in the woods. So I had a big collection. And we also in the woods, there were these things that we used to call buffalo holes. <gasps> and we assumed that they were just like some type of old bunkers or stuff because where we were, there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of history as far as wars and stuff like that going on. Yeah. So there were these giant holes. They'd be like a semi-sphere, just, you know, dug in the ground about four foot deep. Didn't think anything of them. We just called them buffalo holes because they were holes in the middle of nowhere that we said you could fit a buffalo in. <laughs> so they were buffalo holes. 
And that's where we would always find the most glass and stuff because we figured, you know, our assumption, people are hiding in the hole. If there's war going on, they got their whatever, glassware, pots, pans, and they're all trying to, you know, be huddled in the hole. Oh, that's where they buried all their shit, right? So that could be it, too. It could just be trash pits. People used to do that as, like, trash pits. They would go out in the middle of the woods and dig up holes and put their shit in it that they didn't want. And... You know, we knew that there was the most glass in the buffalo holes. So we would intentionally dig through them and look for all the glass. And occasionally, out of nowhere, because we had searched all the buffalo holes by our house. Out of nowhere, we'd go back to the buffalo hole and the leaves would still be like turned up from where we searched it. And we had gotten everything the day before and we'd go back out there to the buffalo hole and it'd have like a dozen glasses buried in it. It's like... Wow, we just searched this yesterday, and there would be like we never even touched it. That's weird. A ton of stuff, and like, yeah, and that would always bother me. That is bothering. We are like we literally spent you know whatever two hours the day before digging around in this hole, and now there's just a dozen more antique jars and pots just sitting in there, and that was weird. That is weird. And the only other weird wood experience I had was when I was squirrel hunting one time. And, you know, I'm walking to a new spot to squirrel hunt, and I'm looking all around as I'm going, make sure you're not stepping on anything or whatever. And then, out of you know, I'm scanning, you know, going left to right as I'm walking. Then out of nowhere, I look to my right, and there is a deer, like, (gasps) not even 10 feet away from me. Like, Oh, I would have screamed. That's so scary. You yeah, never like expect from me that to that wall. Oh my god! I was like, "How? I've been looking this whole time that I've been walking." That's bizarre. And literally, yes. skinwalker. I was like, "I've been walking this one straight direction for like two hundred yards." Ew. How have I not seen a deer that I am literally six feet away from? That's right now? disgusting. And like it looked at me and it didn't move at first. Like we had a stare down for like twenty Ew. seconds. I hate and then that. I was like, Oh, he's not running, so he's not scared. So I pick up my gun. <gasps> Joey. I didn't shoot it. I just I thought it was gonna come we down. We live out in the sticks for those I of you that are like come <gasps> down to him trying to charge me. Because sometimes deer instead of running will try and charge you. So I had the gun up and was like, you know, just in case. Then he like just looked at me. And just slowly turned around and just slowly walked away. Ew! Like, he didn't sprint what? anything. He just walked and I away. Even was following him, and he was still just walking. Oh, pace that's I disgusting! Had. I bet so, you you had to follow him to like your doom or something. So whatever I followed him at was the exact pace he was at. So if I sped up, he would still say the, the same distance. If I got real slow, he'd stay the same distance. Like. And that was a weird experience. That is weird. At the place we met. Are you kidding me? And I can't. This place, oh, it kills me. I would talk about it, but we can't. We have a secret. Damn. There's this place that we're sure is very haunted. That is weird. I didn't squirrel hunt on that side of the property ever again. What side was it? The one by... Is it where we went 22 shooting? The, yes. You took me back there? Ew! Well, I had no idea. specifically, it was by a... <gasps> Ew! Like, that place is so creepy. tree line right there and just stayed straight for like 150 yards. Ew, 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 ew. 
Okay. And in that that's disgusting. Particular field always the one that's off putting. Yes. Why is that field so off putting? Now I but wonder. Yeah, that that was a terrifying experience. Something weird. So Ew, it's behind their houses. The and the only time the deer, you know, I finally lost the deer was when I stopped following them. When Jesus. I stopped, it just kept going. Mm, 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 but the whole time I followed it, it stayed exact distance, no matter how fast or slow I walked. God, that's wild. I've never that's heard that I story. Text in the group chat and be like, "Oh yeah, that means that you were about to get murdered." <laughs> <laughs> Most likely, she knows more about skinwalkers than I do. So God knows. That's what. That's what my first thought was. Like you were following it. It was probably trying to lead you somewhere. Well, I was following it. I followed maybe 45 seconds or a minute. So it was a good. Uh, a good <gasps> That's so scary. It, like, I was like, I don't have a good. Like, I got a bad feeling about this. Something doesn't feel right. Like, something, something isn't jiving right now. It's like, something does not feel right. I, I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to walk back. I think, I think I'm done. Absolutely hate that. All right. I think that we're going to do one more and then I'll save the last 11 for next week because we have i just didn't think it was gonna be enough i thought for sure like we would run out so here's the last one for you guys thanks for bearing with us on all of our sound quality issues um you know what before i show you this one let's go ahead and look at the merge real fast if you go to twoghouls.com go to twoghouls.com this will bring you to our podcast rss feed and our our um excuse me our uh blog where sam was writing and she still will continue to write tarot tuesdays where you get your tarot reading every single week um and it always happens to be very spot on let me just say that much you can find our rss feed here which is our podcast um and if you look up here at the very right hand corner you can click on our merchandise where it'll take you to two ghouls podcast dot com instead of just two ghouls because we own both it'll take you to our mama mama merch site hopefully you guys can Whoa. hear me okay I but like um right well click on the tank top i might have to get this <laughs> do you want me to buy you one after the show mm. it comes in pink i mean I, i'm not a pink but it's I cute know. right I can't do pink Danny loves pink. I think this would be so cute. But look at the back. Are you kidding me? Bite me? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I think it's really Hold cool. On. Go back. I keep forgetting about all your newer merch stuff. Yeah, we got a vinyl sticker. We have a cropped hoodie. Crop top comes in pink, black. And I want to show you guys the back because I know that's important me to see. Like I like the black the most. Brenna has it in black. You guys know who Brenna is. She's done a couple of episodes, and she was in the beginning. She owns the black one that's super cute crop top. It comes in extra small and goes all the way up to large, but I oh, think our I other – I think our – no, you can't get a crop top. <laughs> you could if you wanted to. I would wear it. Um, we have a mug, and then we also have our, our um, cozy hoodies. If you guys ever get one of these hoodies – I swear to you, as long as it is the same hoodie that I got and Sam got and Danny got in the mail, it is so cozy. It doesn't have like, you know, a lot of those like it's so cozy in the inside. You know how some of these sweatshirts, they'll be like more of a rough cotton. No, no, no. 
not these ones. Yes. Yes. And it comes in pink as well. It goes all the way up to size 4XLT. It goes all the way down Whoa, to size S. Small. Do Sorry. Size? I think so. Apparently. Those are the ones that I have to go to tractor supply. Oh, large and tall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, what does L and T mean? Yeah. Yeah, and Joey's got his long torso, but he's also a larger guy. So, yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. There's our merch. I thought you guys would enjoy that. Let me just finish sharing my screen here. My personal favorite's the tank top. Yes. Agreed. Going back to the dog. Pretty much from like May to October. Look at this aqua globe. It is an aqua globe. Not Not a crack pipe. It's literally an aqua globe. I swear to God, I'll show you the package myself. I swear, I'm not smoking crack. All right, last video we have here, and then we will close it out for you guys. I hope you guys had fun. I know I had a good time. If you are just now jumping in, it did fly by. Um, I'm going to have to tell Sam that we didn't get to watch the last 10, but I'll put them into next episode. If you guys want to watch that, we go live at 5.30 p.m. Eastern every single day over on YouTube, on our Facebook school friends, and our uh, podcast. You can find us at all of our socials here, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We don't really use Twitter, but we're there. TikTok, and you can go to twoghouls.com or twoghoulspodcast.com. You can find us everywhere that you type in the word twoghoulspodcast. I swear to God, you will find us. So this last one, let's see. Can I share my screen again? Please let me share my screen again. You're sharing. Wrong one. Wrongo. Paranormal activity, real life ghost, Aston Hall in Birmingham, caught on camera. I sent you this one after we went ghost hunting. The other I don't. I, know, I haven't watched yours in a while. Go back like ten seconds and watch to see if you can see her pass on the crack where the hinges are on the door. Right here. It looked like she only back. Oh, you can't. They caught it right at the edge. Mm. All right. So the top of the figure that runs by looked like eight inches down. That is rough. Sorry. We're just going to turn that off for now. Eight inches down from the very top of the figure. And you'll see it's kind of transparent. Like, that's horrifying. Ew, 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 ew. Try and stop it at the moment, buddy. If you can. But like... oh. oh, I liked it on that's accident. Nice. Ooh, that's quick. 
Oh, it's so see, quick. See how it's yes, I do. Do you guys see how it's like you can see? Oh, I hate that. It looks like almost like a fog is following it. One more time. One more time. Hmm. Ugh. That, does that remind you of what you saw the other night? All right, so the crack that you see on the door, the far right crack, not all the way on the edge of the door on the right side, you'll see has a flash of black before that shadow appears. That's black, crazy. Right there. Did you see it? No. Right, watch here. Oh, oh yeah. Hold on. There. Did you see it? That's no, crack. what the heck? This crack. Oh, oh, this right crack. One, <gasps> Ew, yes. What? And then the shadow what do you think that means? Ew, I totally see it. Ew, 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 ew. Wow, this is insane. No, uh, hold on. Does that remind me of what I saw the other night? Yeah. What, at the governor's palace? Yes. The woman? Yes. No, I saw that woman like she was plain as day. Like it was me and you talking. Ugh. Gross. All right. That would make no sense because no one's allowed up there. And if they were allowed up there, they wouldn't be in pajamas from the 1800s. <laughs> you guys love the. But that's a story for another day. Yeah. I'm assuming that was it. But I just wanted to play the last few seconds. So. There's this place downtown Richmond. It is. Speak up. There's this place in downtown Richmond that <gasps> worked. There it goes again. Wait, did it go down? The yeah, steps? look, watch. No. There it goes again. Oh, in the opposite direction that time. I hate that. That is totally real. Hold on, hold on. Go back. That is totally real. You can't tell me. Ew. All right, so that time you see the far left crack in the door shadow right after the It's almost like passes. there's multiple people. So, so it's like just the same as before, but the opposite direction of where the figure yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like it's catching a mirror of something on the other side. Mm, very true. I don't know. What do you guys think? This is insane. Um, but yeah, one time in downtown Richmond, I was working at this spot that looked exactly like that, like the... I think it was two or three flights of stairs. It is downtown Richmond, one of the apartment buildings that is next door to the art museum. Um, I think it was like four doors down from the art museum. And the company I was working for at the time, probably eight, nine years ago, three other people that I was working with had been to this property and said that they heard like paranormal stuff or they okay. would hear stuff in like the stairwell lobby. Cause it was like the lobby where it's just a stairwell. that goes up. Okay. Never thought anything of it. Personally, I never heard anything or saw anything that I figured was weird or unexplainable, but at least three people I worked with that had been there said they had weird stuff happen to them. And and it's kind of an anticlimactic story, but um, the building actually burned, <gasps> not burned down. They had a house fire in the building uh -oh. on the floor we were working at where everybody said that it was paranormal. And it was weird because it was like a, well, it was a house fire, but like we got there 
because for some reason, when it went up in flames, the person called us instead of the fire department, a home improvement company. They're like, oh, see what's in my attic that's on fire. So we get over there, and there's black smoke in the entire oh. apartment. All you can smell is burnt wood. Get up in the attic, have fans up there, and blow all the smoke out. We never found a fire. We never found what? anything charred. What? Nothing. It was just black smoke, like to where we brought fans and were blowing out the windows. We had called the fire department and everything. Wow. And then after all the smoke clears, we are looking and we're like, how is the smoke clearing? Like we haven't found anything. All the smoke clears, never found a flame. Wow. Never found a burnt piece of anything. That is bizarre. It was. That's crazy. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. Still no idea what happened there. Wow. I think, think uh, the boss man said that it was, I think he told the renters or whoever they were, that he told them it was just an exhaust fan in their bathroom probably what? caught fire. But we had no idea what it could have been. And we never oh found out. Oh, my God. That's so I scary. I don't know if that's a real thing in the paranormal world or what. Oh, I don't know. We'll have to look into that. I always was just like, oh, 7-Eleven, good luck. 7-Eleven, good luck. Uh, that's always one of those things I was like, yep, that was weird. We're not going to revisit that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, act, yeah, I don't know. You've seen some crazy shit at your job. Joey's a, a like a, what I don't know, what the hell do you want to call yourself? He's a handyman, a contractor, handyman, contractor, uh, electrician, whatever, plumber, whatever, whatever you need, need, roofer. Joey does it all. Renovations, all the shit. He does it all. So, I've been in so he's, yeah. Thousands of people's houses. Yes. Which, if you really sit there and think about that, that's fucking wild. We used, three, four, we used to go on like three, four houses a day, like literally thousands of different houses. I've seen everything <laughs> all right guys well i think that is it for me i'm gonna go eat some taco bell i'm gonna tell sam i didn't get the chance to watch the rest of them but if you guys want to join us next week at 5 30 p.m eastern we will do another fake fact or fake uh segment where you guys can join us and watch some tiktoks and read some reddit stories i'm not sure what we're doing next week yet um but i will keep you updated follow us on our instagram facebook and twitter tiktok all of that good stuff and you guys will be able to stay up to date with everything that is it for me that is it for joseph uh i've had a good night i hope you do too i had a good time i went by really fast it's almost been two hours (laughs) oh my god until next time until next time bye (laughs) 